Our sponsors this month are Shropshire Drone Services. If you're looking for aerial video or photography in Shropshire, then they can help you. Go to shropshiredroneservices.co.uk or speak to Matt at 07 800 689 209. Whether you're looking for crisp video or perfect photography from anywhere in Shropshire, they can help you. They come highly recommended from the Shrewsbury Biscuit. We asked them for some help uh, with our website and they delivered crisp, perfect footage of our town in Shrewsbury. That's shropshiredroneservices.co.uk. You will not be disappointed, folks. Right then, what a great episode this is you're about to listen to. Uh, took the microphone and I went to speak to Shrewsbury up-and-comers under 11 girls um, and the great coaching staff there as well. It's a, it's a great episode. I, hope, I think you'll agree. I've uh, got some great atmospherics uh, that I really enjoy capturing. It's really nice getting the microphone and having a walk around. I really do like that. It's uh, something I don't do as much anymore, but when I do do it, it's, it's fantastic. I wanted to just quickly say to you guys before we get into this that the next episode we're about to release of the Shoes of Biscuit is two-parter, okay? So it's I'm going to release it on Friday. I'm going to call it Drawn Friday because our coverage of Drawn at the Flax Mill is all going to be dumped, released, and available for you guys to listen to on Friday um, the, as you're listening to this. Um, what is even the date on Friday? Brings up his calendar, Friday the 12th. So Friday the 12th is Drawn Friday. You can... Listen to both parts of our coverage of Drawn. So if we spoke to you, that'd be great to listen to. Give you give it a share as well. And also, if you weren't able to make it and you wanted to know what was going on with some of the artists and who was there, that's great too. And also, we got a great interview with Charlie Adlard. Um, we <laughs> we have this. We always have these great chats with Charlie. Um, we we talked about anything but comic books. Really, we talked about uh, uh, we talk, <laughs> we talked about horror movies. And lots of other things that aren't anything to do with um, with uh, with comic books, but it's great. I, I really enjoyed it, honestly. So thank you to Cherie uh, and to the guys that organised Drawn. It was fantastic. We made some new friends, and we got to catch up with some old, old friends too. So make sure you catch up with that episode on Friday the twelfth. Drawn two parter. Anyway, leading on to this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Um, if you are on this podcast, uh, if you like this podcast. Whatever it may be, just give it a share for us, please, because uh, we really do appreciate that kind of support. Anyway, enjoy the episode. I'll catch you on the other end, guys. Peace out. So you, on this side by the cones, inside your foot, so Anya's going to throw it to me, and I'm going to do a nice... Hi guys, welcome to the Shoes for Biscuit podcast. Um, I'm coming to you guys from the London Road um, SCAT campus. Uh, we are on the football fields at the moment. I'm with Adam Pfeiffer, and we are we're in the midst of an under-11s girls football training session. This is something that's really, really important um, when we want to try and do you know, create positive influences with sport. Uh, we have to start from the very bottom, create positive background so that it can move forward. And these guys are doing something quite special. Right, so I found Adam. Hi. How are you? Alex, I'm okay, thank you. And you? Last time we met was the Mayor's Award. How was yeah. that for you? Well, you know, that was quite nice. Nice. It, it was really nice to be awarded and meet a lot of other people who just... you On that kind of events, you can see how much individual and organization do the for communities yes. it's like like you when promoting the different events or just attend to event to just share the good good words about many different stuff yeah how, how long have you been in Shropshire for in Shropshire Shropshire UK oh, how long oh, what, what's wow, your story 16, 16 years 17 years and well first when I came it was mainly purely for job I thought that I would spend a few months in UK and come back to Poland but well when you compare style, lifestyle and many different factors I've decided to stay and sometime after I met my future wife and we just decided to put our roots in here in Shrewsbury in Shropshire and we just stay it's a great place to, to set a future isn't it Shrewsbury Shrewsbury it's, it's the best place yeah, I love that it's the best <laughs> <laughs> and and 
coaching? Is this something that you've you've always done? Is this new to you? How long have no. you been coaching for? Uh, I'm coaching since four, three, four years. Because first, I done that only with my two kids, my older son, who's a 15 now, and my daughter, which is just turning 11. And then, well, apparently, my son, it was very easy to find a team for my son because the boys' football is very established, it's very popular, it's very easy to find a team. But with the girls' football teams, it was much, much harder. That's why when we I'm asked a question who required the place for the girls, my daughter first, she played in the boys' team. She was only one girl in the team. But How was that for her, emotionally? Fine, it's really, I think it, was, it wasn't that difficult. It was quite, she feel comfortable because anyway, it was a group of her friends from the school. Then okay. it was pretty easy. But you see even on that early stage that it's quite a big difference between boys and girls. The boys, they straight away much more competitive and the girls, they a little bit like less gentle, let's say. Mm. And anyway, I'm asked some question about the girls teams and one of the chairman, he said that why not set up the girls team and we just share the words and well and that is how we start to have a two girls team it's really nice to see i mean since the very first time they started putting women's teams in the fifa football game there's been a, a bit of a push a bit of a surge towards women's football in general um do you feel like that you know are, are you all for that i mean how is that for you having a young girl to be fair even they went to see uh, towards the uh, final game England against Germany in one of the local plays and they really enjoy that they, yeah. they they feel like it was quite good encouragement for them and just they can see how massive impact it have women football in their life how, how how much they can achieve and I think that was quite good encouragement even for them I feel like there's a we are living in, in, in a great time for inclusivity and equality you know it's it's a bit of uh, a bit of a rough and go, you know. It's not. It's not. It's, there's a lot of people are not for it, but I feel like they're making. They are definitely making positive strides in in you know when it comes to movies, when it comes to TV, when it comes to sports, inclusivity in general. I feel like they're making positive strides, but it's hard, isn't it, when the general populace is kind of struggling to accept it a little bit, aren't they? Yes, because even when yes, it's a quite good exciting time about diversity, inclu inclusivity, that's very, very correct. However, you can still see a huge amount of gap between how much, for example, I know that everything is about the money, but when you're comparing the, how much money is invested in the boys' football and girls' football, it's a massive, massive gap. And even if you look on the number of the teams, of the boys' team and girls' team, it's still a lot of work to do. And hopefully, by the promotion like you're doing, mm -hmm. uh, we have a more attention, the more people will be interested to sign up their daughters to the local teams. They, it will be more parents who will be happy to run the teams let's let's hope i'm i'm really hope so you you guys are under the flag of shoes be up and comers right yes. that's that's um yeah. timmy my little boy um he went to um you probably met him at the international uh, yeah, buffet yeah. actually he was there um he used to come to shoes be up and comers we tried with football he's all about singing and dancing more than football though so uh, <laughs> that's his thing but they're very very good at what they do right yeah well club exists 50 years over 50 years now then you know it's in my opinion it's quite a big achievement for in the local communities and when you think how many kids enjoy with the football how many t kids they were involved in the football it i'm sure that it has massive impact in the local communities yeah uh, when we when we used to come the uh, the all weather pitches were full absolutely full um if you were to gather all the the shrewsbury girls teams um, would it have the same impact? Would it be so many people? I mean, how would that look? Well, because we can see that how much girls team playing and even if we have a home games in here in the SCAT, then it's maybe on Saturday afternoon, Saturday morning, it's like a three, four teams playing on the SCAT. But when you're coming on the next day, on the Sunday, when the boys league playing, the SCAT is full, AstroTurf is full, a grass pitches, they full. Then we, we can physically by the visual we can see how much is a different in the boys and girls football we were just chatting off off, uh, off mike as well you're saying it's been a bit of a slow progression like you haven't got a full team yet but this is your third season did you say yeah, this? Yeah, yeah 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 that is our first season yeah so um 
how have you been finding, you know, sort of bringing in these young girls and, and, and getting, giving them an opportunity to play, recruiting new players? Is that easy? No, it's not easy, easy, especially initially in the first stage, it was quite difficult because we were very reliant on the word of mouth by the parents. Uh, because even like in from our original team, maybe it's only one, two, three, four, five, six girls still in the same team. When when you think on the first season we had the 14, then it's only four, uh, half of the squad le- uh, still with us. But finding replacement, it was quite difficult and challenging for us. But because, I don't know, one girl from the one school playing the football, she spoke with the, her friends and the parents, they were more interesting as well. Then straight away we have a, a little bit more attention as well. It was quite a challenge, but it's much, much easier now. That's really nice to hear that you, at least you are making some progress, you know. Cause I, and I imagine there are lots of, probably hundreds of, of, of girls' football teams across the country. Have you looked at other, other people's setups and got a bit of advice off other people run teams? Have you taken influence from other places or across the country? Well, to be fair, I will say that we're more relying on our own skills and inter, interpersonal skills, communication skills. And I'll be honest with you, I'm quite. I think from our point of view, manager point of view, we're more proud that we create a group of friends. It's not only a football team, but when you look on them, how they behave on and off pitch, it's a, it's you, we can see how much they create a group of friends. It's for us. It, it was quite important. One of my favourite TV shows at the moment, Ted Lasso. Uh, one of my favourite movies of all time, Coach Carter. And a lot of ah, the, it's I lo- nice. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Love that film. You will wear a suit on match days. You will address me as sir. It's all about like when it comes to coaching. And, and you know, I've spoken to coaches of all sorts: life coaches, sports coaches, business coaches. I've spoken to people that it's all about, like you just said, you know, developing the human being to go out there to be a better human being. Yeah, it's, it's not only about the winning and losing the games, but it's more how develop their own skills create as i said a group of friends create a good social group for them it's it's to be fair we do that voluntary me marv and jess we're not completely not paid marv that's his name i mentioned at the beginning there's another coach here i forgot his name (laughs) (laughs) i will grab him in a sec i've just been chatting to him as well um you can't do this alone uh is it just the two of you then so there's three of you do you say yeah three or three of us and a four-person is like admin support, which is massive, massive help for us as well. Um, I, I, have you got a social media presence as well for you? Through, as, a, as a club, yes. As a team, no. No, because we, we need to sort this out. We need to create oh, some, okay. some oh, Cobra Kai-style social media for you guys. <laughs> okay, we know that we can have you. Hey, nowhere. man, this is the field I'm moving into. Let's help you. We can do, we can do this. I'm all for this. I'm, I'm a big, big champion for equality, inclusivity. Um, and we were talking at the Mayor's Awards. I'm like, as soon as I see um, a clip of women's football and I dive into the comments, it's misogyny. It's horrible, nasty men that are like, oh, I could do it better, you know, and it's, it's, it's terrible. It's a, oh, it's a pointless to watch, why people are paying, why this guy should to show that. Yeah, but when you look even, yes, the girls, women footballs make a mistake, but when you compare to the boys and men's professional men's football they make a simple silly mistake so often as well you still i'm still remember when that uh, goalkeeper from aston villa uh, one of the players throw the ball throw the throw in and the ball just roll under his feet yeah was that taibi yeah it was like was that? i can't remember semi amateur's mistake but that was the professional that was rob green i'm sure it was maybe, rob maybe green oh. possibly but you, you see and even that those people they make a mistake they professional goalkeeper professional football players they make a mistake but i I'm, I'm still don't really understand that why a lot of adults a lot of young people they take still make jokes from the woman football, from the girls football, they're saying that it's a pointless to watch or girls, they should spend the time in the kitchen. No, they shouldn't. Come terrible, on. terrible yeah, things exactly. to say. And I, think, I don't want to ask any of these young girls about that today. I want to talk about positivity. I want to be positivity. But from your experience, speaking to these young girls, are they aware of that world? That Are they aware that it exists? And if they do, are they, is it spurred, are they spurred on by it? I think partially they are, not fully but partially yes yes because sometimes they they meet up like that daily challenging in the school anyway then you know i just want i want to like kind of like cover this on the whole i want to i want to take those negatives and turn them into a positive if you know what i mean because i feel like what you're doing here is really 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 important you know for it's it's we're doing that because we feel that they deserve for better they deserve to live in better world they deserve to 
their abilities and skills they should be appreciated because when you think about them look how many of them is 16 17 they all young brave girls who decide to fight with discrimination and fight with that prejudice about women's football and they're having fun you can hear probably hear that on the background and the audio they're laughing they're joking and they're getting stuck in as well absolutely belting these balls i'm doing penalty practice at the moment about it <laughs> wonderful stuff that you're doing um I, I want to thank you for inviting me today. I mean, we're going to carry on getting some interviews today. Well, thank you for your coming. That is more important. <laughs> I love this. This is great. This is what I live for. Coming out here and, and uh, not only getting involved with the community, but making great content too. So, yeah, but, but in my opinion, when, when you're just speaking with every coach from every team, I, honestly, when you look on the every, every manager, they do that for community. It's, it's sometimes I speak with the other managers, they don't have uh, their sons or daughters in the team, but they're still coaching because they enjoy that, they feel that it's a great positive contribution of what they're doing. I promise you, fine. So I'm with Jess, one of the coaches from the, uh, what was it, the Shrewsbury Up and Comers Under 11s, right? Yes. Yes. How long have you been helping out here? I've, this is my second year coming. Yeah? yeah. And um, is this important to you? It is, yeah. Um, it's really good because I um, started here because I actually did a voluntary day um, just helping out because I play for the ladies. So I just come in to show my face and I just loved it ever since. And I've just stayed and that's been two years now. We're just talking about the, the, the growth and, the, and the, um, the development of women's football over the last few years. Um, is it been, has there been a lot of positive strives with like, you know, if, uh, including women's teams on FIFA, the, the, the Lionesses yeah. going out and doing their thing? Is it something yeah. that you'd like to see? It is, and ever since um, the Lionesses won the Euros, it's hit off massively, and especially in, well, both of them, girls' football and women's football, it's just hit off, like, amazingly, it's brilliant. And the life of a coach, seeing these young minds develop and developing people, you know, young people into strong human beings, that's the life of a coach, right? You're here to develop them as human beings, not as well as sports oh, people. Oh, oh, gosh, yeah, they learn so many life skills during this, it's... it's 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 great because football's just not a sport. It's socialising skills. It's everything. Coordination. It could be mental health, mental well-being. It's everything. Absolutely. And gelling as a team is very important, as mm. we all know. I was asking Adam about um, this, the, the world of misogyny we live in with the uh, the comments on Facebook, the terrible oh, things yeah. people say. Uh, I didn't want to ask any of the <laughs> I didn't want to ask any of the, these young girls about yeah. that because that's terrible. No. Are they aware of this world, and uh, is it something that you guys are trying to fight against? I think as they're old, like these are all year sixes going into year sevens, and I'm especially with social media nowadays. Like I work at a primary school as well, and even children in like primary schools from the age of eight they all know about it and these are under 11 so and they know a lot more than what they put out to be yeah it's a but you guys are doing great things i feel like does that help does that give you a bit of fire to fight oh yeah happily happily any like negative comments like the girls here or anything they 100 percent fight at it that's what i like during it it's it's brilliant to watch them they don't they get so committed and their effort is outstanding and what are Adam and Marv like to work with? Pain. They're a pain. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> they are a pain. No, no, they're really good. And because I only just recently started like properly coaching with them, they have brought me along so well. And it's it's really nice to see that how they treat younger coaches. Well, I think you guys do genuinely wonderful things for the community, and I thank you for helping develop these young minds no, into no, okay. great, better human beings and being you know strong, strong women mm. and great sports people as well. Mm. Thank you very much for your time. No, yeah, very good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name's Dave Pritchard. I'm the father of Emily Pritchard. Wonderful. Um, how long has Emily been, been coming to the training? Uh, she's been here just under two years now. Wow, two years. So, this yeah. is something very young on. She's like, oh, a football. Uh, yeah, she's, uh, yeah, I mean, we started off kicking the ball around in the uh, in the garden, as you do. And we got a goal. And, and she, I was, I'm mainly in goal. I'm the, I'm the goalie. And she's the, <laughs> she's the striker. And uh, we, we played in, in the garden for a while. And then one of our friends, uh, family friends, said that she's got a good kick on her. She should, uh, she should have a go at um, having a go at you know some training. So uh, my wife uh, did a bit of research, found Marv's number or uh, email address or something on a website, contacted him, and then he said come and try out. So we came and tried it. She loved it straight away. So we've been we've been 
we did training to start with train because there was, wasn't any spaces at that time we were doing seven aside at that time and uh, and then uh, went up to nine aside and then there's a place on the team for matches and training every week matches every week and it's becoming ever since uh, speaking of like low spaces and not having the capacity do you think there's enough going on in Shrewsbury for, for girls football I mean, I've only been subject to the girls here and the teams that we play, so I can't, I'm not really sure, to be honest, either way. Um, from what I've seen, there's quite a few teams in uh, Shrewsbury in the local area, so I think it's an up-and-coming thing, and there seems to be more opportunities for girls. Um, seems to be that way anyway. Um, I was just talking to Jess about, you know, the life of a coach isn't necessarily all about making sure they can kick a ball properly. It's mm. about developing a human being and to go on to be mm. on to do better, greater things. Yeah. Have you seen development in Emily since she's been coming here as as, as someone? Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, she, her confidence has grown since she's been part of the team. I mean, she was very she was very quiet when she she came here. I mean, she's she tends to be a bit of a one of the quieter girls, I would say. But she has come out of herself. She has a bit of a laugh and that, and 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 also like Marva, the coaches they arrange uh, extra curricular stuff to do as well as the football there we've we've been to football matches England football matches for the, uh, the England women the Lionesses we've do they have uh, after match um, sort of um, get-togethers and at the Nalgo and we've been to discos and stuff we've got some stuff arranged for later on this year for the girls just to, to to be friendly with each other get to know each other a bit better and to gel as a team I suppose uh, we were talking a bit, uh, a bit earlier about the, the golf and the, the difference in like the boys football and the girls and this isn't me trying to the, the poke the fire with the rock like, I'm just try, gen, trying to understand like where we are with women's football and, and what, how influential this is actually is you know going forward you know creating a, a positive um, foundation going forward for, for, for young girls football um there, there is a bit of a difference, isn't there, with the boys and the girls' football? Um, the, uh, yeah, there is. There definitely is a difference. Uh, I mean, everything... I think culture in uh, around football is set up around males and boys uh, at the moment, but I think that is changing slowly, especially with like what happened last summer with the uh, Lionesses and everything. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 I mean, the girls, I would say, the girls are not at the same level as their equivalent boys are at the same age because I feel like boys sort of live and breathe football. Some of these girls live and breathe football, but a lot of them are doing it more for fun at the moment and perhaps later on as they progress, they'll uh, they'll get more into it and start living and breathing it like the boys do. But um, a lot of it is more about the fun. I mean, Emily at the moment is swearing. She doesn't want to do it professionally. She she wants to. She's just she's just in it for to, for the fun really, and for for the team and and to enjoy playing football. But um, I think yeah, there's definitely differences between the boys and the girls at the same age. But I think the gap's getting smaller. I remember I tried to bring my my, my lad to the up and comers. Um, he's eight years old. He's more about singing and dancing. He goes get your wiggle on rather than football. Yeah. But I remember even when he was like five years old, I'd bring him, and some of the kids would absolutely destroy me <laughs> as an adult guy. Like yeah. some, like you said, that some kids are really are for it. Yeah. Um, I think this is great, and uh, I feel like a testament to to Marvin to and to Adam there for doing what they do. And you know, thank you so much for for chatting with me today. Is there any, any sort of advice you'd want to give to any parents out there that I've got? A young girl that wants to get out there and play football. I I would say you know um, don't hesitate. Come come have a go because you don't have to commit to anything at the start. You can just come and do training. There's some girls that have come and done training and um, they 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 don't do the matches. They just come and train and they and they just enjoy the kickabout on a on a, on a weekday and they don't really want to play football competitively. Just come for a kick around. So if that's if your if your daughter is like that, just come and have a train. Have enjoy kicking the ball about. And if you if they get into it from that point, it's a jumping off point for playing matches and getting a bit more competitive and and you know. Having a bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Would any of you guys like to chat? Would you like to chat? Can I introduce yourself? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm Louise. Hi, Louise. Hi. I'm Alex. I'm Jess's mum. Jess's mum? Yeah. Ah, okay. How long's Jess been coming? I think about nearly three years now, I think. Approximately. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So she loves it. Yeah. How has she come on since joining? She, well, I think her confidence has definitely grown. She's quite competitive anyway, but it's, yeah, it's been really good for her confidence. She's kind of come out of herself a little bit, definitely. Wonderful. And what are your thoughts on the coaches? (laughs) I think they're fantastic, actually. They're amazing. They are so thoughtful and they organise brilliant events. They recently had an empowerment um, event and they got some speakers. I love the word empowerment. It's great, isn't it? I really do like it. 
is. So I think that was fantastic. There was lots of um, the girls there and Jess loved it. She said it was great. And they're, they're really brilliant. They just want them to have fun and they want them to, you know, win if they can. But there's, that's not... The, the main aim which is I like nice. that because you know you, you see a lot in the movies in America they're like if you don't win you lose yeah, you know all that sort of but yeah. like it's all about this I mean I was just recording now they're having so much fun up there oh, they are yeah and they've really sort of bonded as a team because uh, Jess goes to school with Gracie but she didn't know any of the other girls um, and it's been great I think it's great for them to have a different friendship group outside of school as well so it's been really positive and she wants to come every week you know and, and in the summer they train twice a week and then they've got their game at the weekend she just loves it you can notice that in your kid can you when they when they really yeah, want to get back to it like yeah. like I said my, my boy does get your wiggle on and he's just like yes I can't wait yeah. to go you know that's <laughs> yeah, his it's thing great. Like, yeah it's fab I know it's brilliant and I think it's it's great to be part of a team like that as well yeah teamwork's so, so important yeah yeah really really good um so it's taught them a lot of a lot of good skills sort of them um, working together I think they work and communicate really well together wonderful so that's good well thank you so much for chatting to me guys uh, it's been really nice uh, getting to know you guys thank yeah, you thank cheers you. hi guys I'm Alex I'm from the Shoes for Biscuit podcast um, how, do you want to introduce yourselves I'm Grace and I'm Grace C Grace and Grace C yes. okay I've got to get that right haven't I otherwise I'm in trouble um, how long have you guys been playing here um, about nearly two years. Yeah, nearly two years. I've been playing a bit longer yeah. than you, I think. Yeah. yeah. You enjoy it coming here? Yeah, it's yeah. very fun. What's the best thing about about uh, coming to this training here? Um, from, probably the matches at the end. Yeah. I like yeah. doing them, yeah. Like getting stuck in? Yeah. I like also being with like, a group of people that enjoy the same like, activities they as well. same interests. Yeah. Yeah, what positions do you guys play? Or do... Um, Defence normally. I'm normally striker. Striker? Have you, have you got a good foot? You can score a lot of goals. Apparently, yes. Yes? Yes. Do you guys um, have proper matches? Do you have, are you in a league or anything like that? Yeah. yeah. We have matches on Saturdays. Yeah? Yeah? Uh, and um, what's, what are the challenges for, for coming to this training here? What, what do you find difficult? What, something that you can work towards? Um, we practice lots of like different skills. So we'll be really good at one thing and then we'll come to another and then we'll try our hardest and we don't quite get it yet yeah yeah i think one of the good things is that when we're here and um like we get put in our normal positions but then other times like we get put like for example grace is normally in defense she'll get put outfield in midfield or striker and i'll get put in defense just like try something new so we're like we know everything it's kind of like an all-round experience sort of thing yeah that makes a lot of sense because sometimes you've got to learn to do something you're not quite good at yeah yeah and sometimes that makes you better at the things you are good at because you kind of realize how good you are at it you know yeah. um and what what are the coaches like um very good they teach us a lot of stuff and they're very fun yeah they're patient and they understand when you when you don't know how to do something they don't get angry they just explain it to you yeah, and who's the best at football out of the two of them? Marv or Adam? Marv. 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 Marv's the best at football, is he? Yeah. Is he the best oh, one? Jess. Marv and Jess. Marv and Jess. Jess Marv and Jess. 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 And what teams do you guys support, by the way? Liverpool. Man United. Man United. No, they, ain't got no, they, ain't got, they ain't got nothing on Shrewsbury. Tyre, Shrewsbury are kicking butt at the moment. You guys go to the, the local games at Shrewsbury? I do sometimes. I only support Liverpool because my brother, he's somewhere over there. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm kind of forced to support them, really. Oh, no. Yeah. Have you been to many of the Shrewsbury games? Yeah, I'm going the next match that they play. Oh, the Sheffield Wednesday game? Yeah. I went to one, we actually went to one as a team once. Yeah, we go quite a lot. Yeah. Every season. Yeah, and uh, have you been to see any of the, the, the Shrewsbury women's play? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, we were ball girls for them at one point. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that was fun. Yeah. We also went to an England game once. Yeah. We went to see the Lionesses. Yeah, they played Germany. Um, it was in the Arnold Clark Cup and when they won the league, I think. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I think you guys are wonderful and what you're doing is, is great. You're having fun, you're learning and you're getting better and stronger every time, yeah? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah. And what would you say to any young girls listening to this today that want to get out and play some football in Shrewsbury? 
Um, I say just go for it because before I did this, I didn't like football, and then I went to one of these trainings, and immediately I just wanted to go every single week. And it's just a lot of fun on a Saturday, and it's exercise as well. So like every Saturday, it's like a routine, and I just really like it. Yeah, yourself? Um, it's just like a go for it. Don't think twice about it, and don't compare yourself to others because if you do that you'll find yourself in a position where you don't think you're good enough to play play your own game yeah yeah, yeah. and just do it don't, don't have second thoughts yeah don't get put down by other people they're just yeah just go for what you want to do and don't listen to anyone else if they're trying to put you also, off doing it also just have a go at like school because yeah. no one's gonna care if you don't score a goal get stuck in yeah yeah it's much bigger in your head when you think about it if you don't score it's just you like, don't it overthink it out. and yeah you guys are teaching me some great philosophy okay. now great minds for young people well done great comments thank you so so much i'm not going to keep you from your training because uh yeah. you know you guys are out here to have fun so have a great training session and thank you so much for chatting to me it's all right yeah. thank you thank you cheers <laughs> we have to do that again Forgot to press record. You know, it, it, it happens sometimes. Even the pros can get it wrong sometimes. So yeah, uh, would you like to introduce yourself again, please? I'm Annie Lovely for Up and Comers Eagles. Yes. Okay. And we were just saying, uh, what's your, what's your, what's the best thing here? What do you enjoy the most? I enjoy that you have to learn new skills to get past other players, and while concentrating on your position and not just going around everywhere in the field. So you relish the challenge. You enjoy the challenge. Yeah big smile there when I said that and what's the biggest challenges what 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 kind of what's the hardest thing about coming here I'd say probably not getting yelled at by the coaches <laughs> and and who's 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 the best coach at football here my dad your dad yeah. well I've, I've heard Marvin Jess oh, so we've got to have a competition here at some sort maybe we can have a penalty shootout at the end of this maybe in the yeah. coaches yeah. maybe yeah um, who, what, what footballers do you look at to get inspiration Professional footballers, obviously. Probably Lewandowski or Cristiano Ronaldo, because I liked Ronaldo since I was little, and Lewandowski because yeah. we've watched like, practically every single Poland game. Yeah. So I've seen him play, so I got inspired by him as well. Wonderful. My my boy's eight. He's he's just everywhere he goes. He loves Cristiano Ronaldo too. Um, what messages have you got to any young girls out there that want to come out um, and play football? If you want to play football, don't let anyone stop you from playing it. Although people say only boys can play, that's not true. Yeah, it's really important, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for chatting to me today. I won't keep you from your training. Go score some goals, all right? Yeah. Thank you. See, even the pros get it wrong sometimes. We did a, a good chat there, and I forgot to press record. Um, well, yeah, she was fantastic, wonderful. Um, if you want to play football, don't let anyone stop you. So I found some more parents lurking around over here at the side of the pitch. Hello, I'm Alex. I'm, I'm from the, nice to meet you, Alex. I'm from the Shoes and Biscuit podcast. Do you want to introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Matt. I've got two girls playing in this team. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. And yourself? Uh, I'm Neil and I'm Molly's dad. Wonderful. Uh, how long have your girls been coming today? Oh, to this? Uh, today, about half an hour. But, <laughs> about half an hour. <laughs> but, um, Words and things. But yeah. um, two years. Two wow. years. Yeah, April two years ago. And it's been one of the best things they've ever done, really. They love it. Wonderful. What, what qualities do you think um, the training sessions like this give your girls going forward in life I think enormous confidence I think the fact that they can play with other girls you know when they said two years ago they wanted to do football I was surprised because they hadn't mentioned it before but the fact they come into a, a group which is brilliantly run by the management team they just absolutely love the whole community and, and the matches it's, it's just amazing it's given them enormous confidence and fitness I've just been chatting to a couple of the girls now and uh, I've been asking them what messages would you give to young girls if they want to play football and almost all of them said, don't let anybody stop you if you want to play football. And it was quite really uplifting to hear, but quite sad at the same time as well. But they feel like they have to say that, right? I'm surprised. I mean, when we spoke two years ago about doing a sport, a team sport, it was part of it was due to lockdown, saying we need to do something where you can be part of a group. And I didn't think of football. So we just let them decide. So look, what, what do you want to do? And they both said football. We said, OK, we'll find a team. And luckily, Marv had been recommended. So that's why we came. And it's not just the football. You know, they, they organise a lot of events outside of football, you know, to try and sort of keep all, all the girls together. And it's a real, it feels like a real big family. It's, it's one of the best things we've done. I really do think it's amazing. Yeah, and they went to go see the Lionesses as well, right? Absolutely. And come in! Uh, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I'm amazed that Marv's got a real job. You know, the amount of, the amount of hours he puts in. You know, it's it's we we know how much effort is put in, and we all really appreciate it. So yeah, I think it'll. I'll be disappointed if the girls said they didn't want to come again. Yeah. Wonderful. We all do these crazy, wacky things on the sides of our real jobs, like, <laughs> yeah. like me. Uh, well, thank you for, very much for chatting to me today. If you, uh, any parents listen to this that got young girls want to come play football, what would you say? Absolutely do it, but um, and do it sooner rather than later because it's just such a brilliant thing and it's going to get big. It's going to get really big. Wonderful. Thank you so much for chatting to me. Did you want to say anything? Well, no, just basically, um, I don't think it's all about the skill factor. I think Molly's come here and she's now got 14 best friends. And it's, it, you know, there, there isn't a single kid out there that you would not invite to a, your child's party. You know, they, they're having great fun, as you can see here. Look at the, listen to the laughter in the background. Yeah. And, yeah, as, 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 as Matt just said, the guys are doing a great job. They're brilliant. From Saturdays to Mondays, Tuesdays, the amount of hours they put in, absolutely phenomenal. And all the girls are great and they're loving it brilliant I, I love that i love the whole sentiment the whole thing behind it well thank you so much for chatting to me no today brilliant thank you we've got another great footballer to speak to would you like to introduce yourself um hi my name's sienna and i play for up and comers eagles girls how old are you um i'm 10 years old you're 10 and how long have you been playing here for um i've been playing here for about two and a half years two and a half years and i've got to be asking this who is out of all these coaches who's the best at football do you reckon um probably jess are we Jess? Yeah. Well, I'm going to try and organise a penalty shootout between the three of them at the end of this. Do you reckon? Who do you reckon would score the most? Um, I reckon Marv, maybe. Marv, maybe, yeah. Uh, what position do you like to play? Um, centre mid. Centre mid, yeah? Great. What's the best things you enjoy about coming here? Um, coming and seeing my friends and being able to play a sport that I love doing and like just being able to help my team and things like that. Wonderful. Um, and what's the biggest challenges here? What do you find the hardest? Um, overcoming something that I've like I've been trying to overcome things, the skills and things, um, things that are quite hard. Yeah. Like like what the skills or um, skills like um, different positions and things where I haven't played yet. Things like that. Just places in the pitch. Wonderful positions, yes. It, we were just talking about sometimes it's it's a good thing to learn about the things that you're not good at, so you realise what you are good at, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, what would you say to any young girl out there that wants to go out there and play football for a place like this? Um, don't let anyone stop you. I mean, if you like playing it, no one should restrict you from ever doing what you want to do. That's very strong words. Thank you so much for chatting to me today. Go and enjoy your training, okay? Thank you. One at a time, we're going to run out to the blue cones, in and out, as fast as we can, around the yellow post. So you may, may have heard him in the background, I've got some great um, background uh, audio of you doing, doing, your, doing your thing, man, um, motivating these girls. Um, First of all, do you want to introduce yourself, Marv, properly? Yeah, I'm Marv Chowdhury. Um, I'm one of the managers for um, up-and-comers under-11 Eagles girls and the girls' development officer for up-and-comers football club. Yeah, and how long have you been doing this for? Uh, only about three years with the current team. So I've been with them for three years and been a development officer for the last um, 12 months. Yeah, and what's the journey been like for you? Has it been a pleasant thing? Has it been challenging? Um, have, has it surprised you in any ways? I can honestly say it has been nothing other than um, nothing other than pleasant for me. It's been an absolutely fantastic journey. There's been ups and downs, but um, up and comers as a club are really welcoming, really friendly, really supportive. So that initial um, period when we started as a team and they were looking for coaches to step over and help, we were all a bit nervous. None of us really wanted to help out or give up our time. But as soon as we did step over and do that, they supported us. They've helped us through coaching qualifications. The most important thing is seeing the girls grow and develop in the last three years. has been fantastic. Chatting to some of the girls now, there were two of the girls, I've just met them, so I've forgotten their names. And they, they told me, like, some of the stuff they were saying was so brilliant. Honestly, it's, it's uplifted me. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, they're, they're so fantastic, especially uh, a lot of the comments that I heard about you know, I asked him for any sort of advice for young girls listening to this that may want to go and play because it's usually biscuits family friendly. I said to some of the girls, you can listen to it, you know. Um, and they said, if somebody, want, if you want to play football, don't let anybody stop you. Yeah. And, and then more than three, you know, I think I spoke to three different parties of girls, and each one said that. Mm. I think that's both brilliant and kind of sad to hear yeah. that they have that's in their that's in their natural organic vocabulary. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, it's. It, it, first of all, I'm really pleased that they're, they're coming out with that and, and speaking to you about that because it's one of the things, one of our aims as, as managers is to be role models and to try and encourage girls to play football and make sure that they realise there are no barriers to it. I played football as a youth and in my day we didn't have girls' football teams. Um, so having two daughters myself, I thought it was really important that my girls were given the same opportunity as boys. Um, and that's one thing we're working on um, with the club, with up-and-comers. Like I say, at the moment, we've got over 300 boys that are registered to play within up-and-comers, um, but we've only got five girls' teams. Um, uh, and by the way, can I give a shout-out to up-and-comers? My little boy used to go to the up-and-comers, uh-huh. and the coaches there are fantastic. So yeah. when we say, oh, there's lots of boys, there's not enough girls, we're not digging at the coaches in any way, shape, no, they are fantastic yeah. at what they do. And if you've got a young, a young kid, boy or girl, and you want to put them into football, up-and-comers, it will always get my high recommendation. Absolutely, and we've just been accredited with our three-star FA accreditation, so there's not many clubs in Shropshire that have got that, but you're exactly right. The um, the, the, the committee that put in so many hours behind the scenes for up-and-comers, they, they work tirelessly to ensure boys and girls um, are given that opportunity in Shrewsbury, and I would absolutely encourage any girl that's interested in playing football to come and approach us. Um, I've got an email address where they can email me and let me know if they're interested, and I can try and sort out with the team we are most definitely looking for new teams for next season particularly under eight as well so any um, parents out there or girls out there that want to start playing football come and get in contact and we'll, we'll try and get them in a the team I was chatting to Adam about recruiting uh, players. How, how, how's that been for a journey for you? Yeah, for the it's last been, three years. Yeah, it's been it's been great. It's been we we started during COVID, um, and under 11s um, we've got two teams that are playing for the club at that age group. So it's the only age group we've got two teams for. Um, we've uh, got an under 14s team that have just recently won a cup, so they're doing really well at their age group. Um, but last year we held some um, free sessions, so I went and did some coaching in the local schools, um, gave some time to go and do that to try and encourage girls to play football and then we put on some free sessions and as a result of those free sessions we've managed to get start three new teams so now we've got teams at under eight under nine under ten two under elevens and under fourteens um, but the challenge is to keep those players coming through it's nice to see because when i was watching your training sessions just you had some of the older ones bringing on the younger ones encouraging them and i mean there was a bit of competition there as well which is good but that element all of it mixed together um, the encouragement and the competition together absolutely uh, that's that's organic in, in its own right you know yeah it's, it's, um, what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you the hardest thing that you've had to do yeah I suppose the biggest challenge um, has been probably living up to my own expectations I, I put a lot of um, Amen, brother. <laughs> yeah, I put, I, I put a lot of lot of emphasis on trying to be that that positive role model for the girls. Um, I, I don't see it just as being a football coach. I see it as that we're there to provide be a positive influence in the in in the um, in the girls' footballing journey. Really, um, recently we did an event here at the um, Unison Club, South Unison Club, where we invited. Yeah, shout um, out to the Unison, Unison Club. Thanks for letting us record. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we um, we invited the um, deputy lord lieutenant. Um, we had uh, a police chief inspector. We had um, an RAF uh, warrant officer we had two players from Shrewsbury Town ladies team we had a referee all come and um, speak to the girls uh, all the girls within the club the real good empowerment event to try and encourage the girls to to believe in themselves and, and to um, try and uh, realise their potential in life so that so we, I think we're doing really well but that has been probably the biggest challenge is, is trying to live up to my own expectations really around making sure we are that role model for the girls well I think you are I mean just speaking to us I mean when you hear it back you'll you'll hear the positive influence you guys you guys are having naturally um, both in the sports and who they are as as growing up as as human beings you know because I mentioned that one of my favourite films of all time is Coach Carter because a lot of his philosophies wasn't about the the basketball it was all about how they are as students how they are as, as men and you know it's the same sort of thing isn't it like you said it's not just all about the sports it's about having that positive influence um and you know you guys what you guys are doing I'm, i know girls football has been around for a long time but i feel like with the spurring on of the lionesses doing what they did uh, with, with the inclusion of women's football in like games like fifa there is definitely a, a growth going on now and you guys seem to be setting out like a solid foundation for going forward with that yeah absolutely um the, the lionesses are a massive inspiration to to all the girls um last seat in the euros we held a, a, a girls tournament here at the unison funnily enough um and um, we all came back and watched the the, the european cup final and the atmosphere in here atmosphere in here was better than any atmosphere i'd seen for any men's game during the the recent 
recent World Cups. So, um, and it was packed full of, of women and girls watching the football, which is really good to see. So, yeah, um, there is lots of positive influence out there at the moment, and he's growing in the right direction. Um, what I'd genuinely love to see, I mean, I, I'm at most home games for the Shrewsbury. We, we love Shrewsbury amount in our house. Yeah. Um, and that, that chemistry, that, that, that passion that we see every time we go to see them play, I'd love to see the women's team play on the main pitch with that amount of crowd, with that amount of passion, with that kind of love. I would love to see that from both teams. I mean, I know yeah. it's very hard at the moment. It's difficult. I feel like it is going up. It is like raising the trajectory is going up for women's football. It's slow. Um, I mean, where, where, how far can this go with, with yeah. women's football? Well, the Shrewsbury Town ladies have been really, really good with us. Tom, the manager of the ladies' team, has been really helpful. He's allowed our girls to be ball, ball retrievers at their matches. Yeah, they mentioned and, that. Yeah. And also, um, they, they got to the, uh, I think it was the on the cup finals last year, and they played on the on the main pitch at the Shrewsbury Town ground. And there must have been about three, 400 people there. Um, and it was a really, really good atmosphere. And I, I echo your comments completely. I think the more times they get to play on there, the more people will come. I do go and watch them fairly regularly on a Sunday on the um, 3G pitch there. Um, Which is it, a nice pitch, by the way. That yeah, is nice, yeah no. it's, it's lovely. But there's, there's, there's a fairly good crowd there. It's free of charge at the moment. Um, but I, 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 too, would love to see them play on the main pitch more frequently. And I think as they grow through the leagues, that, that will hopefully come naturally. Because I know the football club do support them, I believe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, events and things, you guys do lots of events. Is there anything that um, you need from the, the, the community of Shrewsbury as far as events are concerned? Like, Is there a place where you'd like to go? Is there a company you'd like to work with? Is there anything that we can do as a community to help? Yeah, most definitely. So um, it's the 50th anniversary of Up and Comers Football Clubs. They started in 1973, so it's wow, the 50th yeah. anniversary this year. So we've got a couple of really big events. We've got the, um, the the club presentation day, which is on Sunday, the 25th of June. Um, that's always a really good day for family and friends. So I'd encourage anyone to come along to that. Especially if you you know were playing back in the day, you might see some of your squad members Absolutely. or coaches and stuff. That'd be quite cool. Absolutely. And with the men, they've got a real good pathway from under sevens all the way through to an adults team. And again, that's a bit of a vision of ours is that we'd love to start a ladies team at some point so the girls have that same pathway um, but equally event wise we've got a our 50th anniversary gala which is later on in the year at the um, at the Shrewsbury Town football ground but mainly the main support we need I think is players to be interested first of all so girls that want to play football to approach us but equally sponsors people out there businesses that might want to sponsor girls football if they want to get in contact with with myself like I said I've got an email address which I can give you later on I can pass them on to team managers we're always looking for new kit um, and, and all sorts of things along those lines to have equipment etc How are you for coaches do you need any coaches yeah, and we, we, like I say, we can't start any new teams without people volunteering to be coaches. Um, the, the club, like I've said earlier on, are really supportive. They'll put you through your qualifications and badges. But it's not just the coaches, it's people that help the teams run within our team. We've got three coaches, but then we've got parents that support us, looking after different things like the money, looking after um, running the line for us, tuck shops and things like that. So it's a, we, we, um, And female coaches as well. Um, we've got, um, I think it's about 23 female coaches or committee members members within the club at the moment which is really good but we're always looking for more so anyone that's particularly female that's thinking about doing that's it that's all, all age groups yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah, including yeah. the boys teams we've got females yeah. helping out with yeah, the boys good. teams as well so don't be shy get put, um, step forward and, and come and speak to us and we'll, we'll sort you out wonderful uh, so what's your email you said you want to read that out just yeah. so people can get in touch with you the email is girls development all one word so it's girls development dot up and comers fc at gmail.com so girlsdevelopment.upandcomersfc at gmail.com so if you've got a young one you want to get to football if you want to help out in any way if you want to sponsor I know that there are people that listen to this podcast that you know businesses and stuff um, a few quid go, it goes a long way in, in things like because like, how do you deal with equipment balls things like that do you get funding yeah. for that I mean yes it's the only way we can do it really we do charge parents um, um, subscriptions of course but yeah. that, that tends there's so much that needs to be paid for there's from players and insurance to pitch fees to referees fees um, we just can't afford to buy kits so kits we rely on sponsorships for um, equipment we um, rely on sponsorship for as well um, and to be fair to my team we've been really really lucky so with sponsors that have come forward um, but and not all teams are the same some teams struggle to get even a home kit um, that's quite sad really so um, but I mean we've been quite fortunate so if anyone is out there that's interested in, in helping us out in any way I can put um, people in the right contact with the right people well I think you guys are doing a fantastic job I mean 
you're you're shaping young minds to go on there on to be become the better best versions of themselves and you know i was saying to adam i've spoken to coaches of all kinds life coaches sports coaches business coaches and i appreciate anybody that take the mind of someone and mold it into something that's positive um you know it's kind of what we try and do with the biscuit doesn't always work you know sometimes I have my half days but finding people like yourselves like like adam like jess and the girls as well i've spoken to, to today that can inspire yeah and 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 encourage people to want to do better that's that's really really important so yeah, I completely thank, agree. thank you for doing what you do are you guys have you guys got a social media presence so can people follow your your yes, progress or um, we haven't as a team but the up-and-comers certainly have there's a an up-and-comers page uh, you can ask me for handles and things I'm, i don't yeah, know Shrewsbury minute, up-and-comers. So. just give it a google yeah, guys you'll, you'll find, find it, it. Yeah, well, brilliant, Marv. Thank you so much for inviting me today. It's been really nice. It was nice to meet you at the Mayor's Award as well. It's a different <laughs> setting, but um, yeah. this has been really nice today. Really Thanks. Well. I appreciate you coming, and um, I'm sure the girls all enjoyed it and be glad to listen back and hear, hear them. Oh, voices. they sounded great. They sounded better than I did anyway, <laughs> that's for sure. Thank you very much. No worries, thank you. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to that great episode. Um, it, it was great being outside. Don't get me wrong. I love being inside, uh, doing the studio stuff, but it's also great to be out and about with the microphone um you know being outside and speaking to people and i learned a lot as well i learned a lot from this episode and uh, those guys uh, thank you so much thank you so much for inviting me along it was really good to be a um just be uh, learning about coaching and you know i've been doing a lot about that lately i mean i think i've, I've referenced this episode before it's even been released yeah i did i i referenced it in the, in mandy's episode uh, you know learning about how people can transform people's minds and in a positive way and uh, make them into a better version of themselves it's always positive stuff that i love that it's great so thank you so much for tuning into that if you're listening to the podcast for the very first time uh, we really do appreciate your support you can find the biscuit on instagram we're on facebook we're on tiktok we're on LinkedIn and we're on Twitter too. Uh, so any supports, any follows, any sh- any shares of the podcast, we really do appreciate it. It's all grassroots. It's all very independent. We've run this thing very low key, but your support means the absolute world to us. So thank you so much for tuning into this episode and I'll catch you guys next time. Peace out. <laughs>